With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. So, um, who do you think are the heroes for this younger generation today? I mean, who are they uh, people like you with Blog Radio, the people found out that you Blog Radio shows. I mean, those are the heroes. Commend you for having this kind of discussion and commend your audience for listening. My pleasure. Have a good evening. Today, I am honored to have as my guest the mayor of Durham, North Carolina, Mayor William V. Bell. Well, I appreciate it, uh, I admire you for, you know, taking on initiatives like this, you know. Thank you. Nothing I can that. do. Con- continue to listen to Shirley's show and, uh, <laughs> you know, others that haven't invited him to do so also. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Phil Perry. Well, the honor is mine. I uh, got this uh, information, as you well know, through the record company. You came very highly recommended. You're listening to Bar Rock Live. And good evening to you this first Friday in the month of March 2009. I am your host, Shirley, and thank you so much for tuning in this evening. Um, Fridays lately have seemed to be have seemed to be a little bit busy for me. I am at an event. I had a chance to slip away with my laptop so that I could do the show tonight. I did not want to miss doing the show tonight, but I did pre-record um, a segment, a portion of a segment. I didn't really do it in an entirety, and I do look forward to continuing the series. Um, so, like I said, I pre-recorded um, a segment for tonight, and I will go ahead and play that for you, and I look forward to coming back with you live and having a guest on the show. Next week, my guest will be Reginald E. Daniels, and he is an author that I met here in Durham, North Carolina. He was touring with a group of other authors and they um, stopped by probably about a month or so ago, and I had a chance to speak with this young man, dynamic young man. He's also a minister, but he wrote a book that, that has a very catchy title, which is called Getting Along With You Know Who, A Practical Approach to Relationship Building. And that is definitely timely to the subject that we're going to be talking about today, which is human relationships and just how to develop our social skills. And so he'll be on next week to talk about his perspective on human relationships as well as talk about his book. And this is going to be an ongoing series because this is a vast topic and we certainly can't cover everything in one or two segments, and it's a lot to be said about it. I believe that's one of the problems with society today. We have to learn how to get along better with each other, and it's not something that comes natural. It's learned behaviors. So I need to get back to this meeting that I'm in, but I'm going to go ahead and set um, up the recording that I did earlier for tonight's segment, and I look forward to talking with you live next week. 
Thank you for tuning into the show today. Um, today we're going to talk about human relations and how we can improve our social skills. Now this is a humongous area, so it's no way we're going to cover all aspects of it in the 30 minutes allocated to this show today. This topic is very important and it warrants a continuous discussion until we can glean as much information as possible to incorporate into our lives and assimilate it into our mindset so that we can eventually take take the steps necessary to improve our social skills, specifically how we relate to other people. So it's my belief that one of the most significant problems with most people today is that they don't know how to relate to other people or even to people who are different from them. In today's society, it seems when the word relationship is spoken, people have been programmed to instantly think of male-female relationships pretty much in a sexual context. But what about our platonic relationships, the way we interact with people outside of our immediate families, our coworkers, etc.? How do we act when we encounter total strangers, you know, like the cashier in the grocery store or the waitress at the restaurant? These are samples of people we relate to while we carry on our normal business every single day. And what determines the quality of your of your relationships, whether they're personal, social, or otherwise. I was reading an article earlier on this subject, and I'll share a little bit of it uh, with you today. And it talks about how people relate, obviously. But what interested me about it was it talked about the proximity and the way that we further divide ourselves into needs like, for instance, um, the need for closeness to other people. Some people have a need for distance from other people. And the power aspect comprises of the need for upperness. That means, in other words, you have to be always be one up on somebody. If um, Mary says that... Mm, my blue dress is really, really nice, then you come back with, oh, girl, but you haven't seen my silver dress. So you always have to do something bigger and better than somebody else. And that's sort of a competitiveness, too. That's definitely a competitive person. And then, um, or you have the, the person who has a need to dominate over others. They always have to be in control of other people. And we know where that can lead to. And then the flip side of that is the need for lowerness, like, um, for instance, not thinking that you're good enough for somebody else. Or you have those people who are submissive to others. And so this article indicated that people are constantly and subconsciously working towards obtaining one or more of these states or satisfying one or more of their relating needs. And it says, to make life even more difficult, we are not satisfied with just achieving a desired state, 
but if we stay for too long in that state, we get fatigued and we need and and then need to obtain the opposite state. For example, after being in a state of closeness to others for a while, we start to need our space and solitude and therefore start working toward achieving a state of distance. Now this I can certainly relate to especially working on a nine-to-five all day long and doing some of the other things that I do, I get so overwhelmed at some point with all the noise. And I definitely have a need for solitude. And when I get like that, I shut down totally. I turn off the phones. I don't put on the television. I don't put on the radio. I just need total quiet so my mind, body, and soul can get back into balance. And it's important to recognize that in yourself. You need to be able to identify where you fit in this paradigm. The article goes on to say, a well-adjusted person is expected to feel comfortable in each of the relating states at different points in time and depending on the circumstances. All of us, however, have a tendency to favor one or two states when relating to others or responding to the relating to others. I found that statement to be quite interesting, responding to the relating to others. The concern here would be to make sure you don't have too much of a negative attitude about other people or the person that you're responding to at that given moment. Because we have a tendency to develop a mindset about people who are different from us. Not just physically, but people who think differently than we do. For instance, if you're talking with someone who has a different philosophy than yours, what's the first thing you do? You tune them out. You don't want to hear what they're saying. And guess what? That comes across in those nonverbal clues, those nonverbal behavioral traits that you either consciously or subconsciously display. You know, the little things that you do to show that you're a little annoyed or irritated with the conversation. You know, you suck your teeth. You might look away or you might look away from them. You start frowning. You cut them off as, as they're speaking. You know what I'm referring to. Just take a moment to think about a similar situation you were in and how you responded. Did you get frustrated because you couldn't get your point of view across? Because you couldn't get that person to see your point of view? One of the things that I love to do is observe people. And I love to observe how people interact with each other, even me, and how people respond to me when I do or say certain things. And I'm noticing more and more how how typical conversations are turning into forceful debates. And I attribute that to the fact, for one thing, everybody has an opinion and everybody wants to be right about their opinion. And so if you don't agree with their opinion, then they're going to try to do everything that they can to convince you that their position is the correct one. So that brings us back to what we were talking about earlier, the need for upperness, having one up on that person. I'm right, you're wrong. That's that competitive nature again, albeit it may very well be unconscious. So what do you do when you find yourself in a situation like that 
where you're having a general conversation with someone and you notice all of a sudden the conversation is turning into a debate. How do you handle a situation like that? Well, if it's someone you, you're familiar with, you pretty much know that individual. So it's important to recognize the type of person that you're dealing with and whether or not it's mutually beneficial to add fuel to that fire because some people are naturally confrontational anyway. And so one of the things that you can do in a situation like that is just to make a simple statement that you respect that person's opinion, however you value the friendship or the relationship, and if it's appropriate to say that, more and you don't want to debate an issue that they seem so passionate about and just simply change the subject. Or even if you have to, excuse yourself from the situation, walk away to get that moment of clarity, that moment of silence, and also to get away from that, um, to get away from that negative energy that most likely will be emanating as a result of the change in the tone of the conversation. I'll share a little bit from another article that I came across on uh, the same subject. And this one outlines some facets of the objective relationship framework. However, this is a mindset of a disempowered relationship. Sort of like the scenario that I had given earlier where a general conversation turns into um, a feisty debate. And so this particular author of this article has six separate facets of the objective relationship framework. And the first one is separation. Other people have their own thoughts which are separate and distinct from yours. The next bullet point is risk of rejection. Human relationships are both imprecise and risky because you never know for certain what the other person is thinking. The next point is the potential resistance. It takes courage to approach a stranger. You never know what kind of resistance you may meet when you try to initiate a conversation with someone you don't know. The next point is trust takes time. Relationships are built on communication, trust, and familiarity, which takes time to build. The next point is bonding takes time. You feel closer to people you know and more distant from people you don't know. Total strangers are the biggest risk of all. The less you know about a person, the less certain you are of your mutual relationship prospects. And the last bullet point is risk of attachment. There's a risk of becoming attached to destructive or abusive relationships or simply those that no longer serve you. Because you've invested so much time and energy in building them, it's harder to let go. Who was it that sang that song, you gotta know when to fold, you gotta know when to walk away, you gotta know when to let go? We definitely do. We have to learn how to let go of people and situations that don't serve us well. We have a tendency to stay attached to destructive and abusive relationships and situations. And that's not just in male-female relationships. That can be on your job. That could be in any given situation in your life 
at any given moment, especially if it's a negative situation that's been going on for a long period of time. At some point, you're going to need to cut your losses and you're going to need to walk away from that situation. Who was it that sang that song, you got to know when to fold, you got to know when to hold, you got to know when to walk away? In concluding, I'd like to say that relating to another human being is not only about having a one-sided perspective. Finding people who are similar to you is typically the main goal. You should also try to broaden your ability to relate to all kinds of people. The feelings of not being able to relate to anyone are usually accompanied by a fair amount of negativity toward other people, toward the things that they like, towards their values compared to yours, and toward life in general. Remember, variety is the spice of life. So taste life. I'm your host, Shirley. You've been listening to Far Rock Live. Thank you so much for tuning in this evening, and I look forward to continuing this series on next week's broadcast. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.